we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. I thought Brian Kelly couldn't recruit. I was told by Notre Dame that Brian Kelly couldn't recruit. He was going to come to Louisiana. He's never been this far south. He's not going to know what he's getting himself into. The people of Louisiana aren't going to rally around him. Remember that? So every time Brian Kelly gets a massive recruit, I will come on this show gladly. Absolutely. 1,000%. Every single time and say, I guess Brian Kelly can recruit. In case you missed it today, four-star tight end out of Jackson, Louisiana, East Feliciana, 6'7", 235 pounds. Trey Des Green made his announcement today that he was going to be committing to the Tigers. He has an offer for both LSU football and basketball. I got a lot of comments and questions today. Blake, would he have to, if you know, if he played both, what scholarship would he take? He would have to take the football scholarship per the NCAA. The Bear Bryant rule is what it is known as. So, Tradez Green, the absolute amazing tight end, who is going to probably put on some more weight when he gets into the program. He's going to fill out um, into his body, and he'll be an inline tight end. He's someone that you could put out wide. You could put him. He's a he's an absolute freak of nature in the red zone. Brian Kelly is bringing his formula and getting the athletes that Louisiana produces for him and what may be the best overall talent that he has ever had and accumulated. So... We'll talk on Trey Des Green and his commitment. What does it mean for LSU as they start to go into this? Uh, it's not summer yet, you know, but we, we're in May in about, what, four or five days. So summer is right around the corner. So as LSU goes into the summer, what they need to do and what they are going to do inside of recruiting. We'll spend some time here tonight before Matt Trent from WBRZ joins us at 7.30. Last week, um, um, I, I don't know if I've been a part of, of a better segment um, than what Matt brought to us last week. He joins us again this uh, tonight as we'll break down some LSU baseball. We'll talk about Kim Mulkey uh, saying that she wants a new PMAC. And hey, she's got all the leverage, baby. She's got all the leverage. It's like in a marriage. <laughs> Sometimes one person just has all the leverage. In business. Sometimes people have all the leverage, and Kim has that leverage right now. Also, we'll talk about some LSU baseball. We'll break down the weekend series versus Alabama. I'm just gonna throw this out there. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Okay, just stay with me. Alabama is not a bad team. I know that you think that they stink and that they suck, and I understand it. However, 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of their starters are hitting sub 300 or better. They can really hit the ball. They can hit, man. So we'll break that down tonight. Alton Davis, the second. Also, a reliever for Alabama has not given up an earned run in SEC play. We'll touch on all of that uh, here tonight. Also, we'll talk the NFL draft as soon as Matt leaves us. Um, what are my thoughts just, you know, at the end about Will Levis climbing? Is Bryce Young going number one overall? Some things that we hear, uh, we'll touch on that. We will not have a show tomorrow. Um, we will be hanging out with our partners over at Believe. So uh, Believe is our parent company um, who we who we have decided to be a part of. Um I've got a lot of people asking me if they own the show. No, they do not own the show. <laughs> it's like it's like they're my they're my Spotify, and I'm Joe Rogan. To some people uh, that understand, um, so we'll talk some NFL draft. We will uh, be doing a draft segment. We'll be seeing you'll be seeing us all over social media tomorrow night. Um, so no show tomorrow. So we'll do a hashtag Ask Blake here on a Wednesday. So any questions, thoughts, concerns, put them inside the Rudy Crew chat. And we'll get to as many of them as we can. Brandon Reese says, getting Trey Des Green was huge for BK and Denbrock. Well, it, it is huge because what I think is about to happen, uh, I think this starts the domino effect of what may be Brian Kelly locking down the state. you got massive recruits like Wardell Mack, uh, Juwan Johnson, Dominic McKinley, who LSU is hot on that trail to go and get those young men along with five-star guys like Colin Simmons and uh, and other athletes as well that they are hot on the trail to go and get. It is of my opinion. I've said this for a long time, and it gotten ridiculed by a lot of people so far. I think LSU has the potential with what they're doing in recruiting right now to end as a top three class. So we'll mention, we'll talk about that in our recruiting segment. Uh, as well. Nick Chasson says, is Tommy Tanks okay? We'll ask Matt Trent that, Nick, at 7.30. We'll ask Matt Trent that. He talked to Jay Johnson personally. Who pin Jones? Says one reason she wanted to leave Baylor was because they decided to build the new stadium off of campus. Just make Kim happy. I agree. And that is true. Pin Jones is 1,000% accurate uh, as well. Let me just say this because I was just getting a uh, debate with him, I guess. Uh, Dylan Sanders from Go247. I think that's where he works. Um, listen, I'm old enough. A lot of you from the state of Louisiana are old enough to remember Bobby Jindal. Um, I'm also old enough to remember when LSU Athletics secretly gave the LSU admin over $30 million, allegedly, uh, because Bobby Jindal was cutting higher education and LSU Athletics had to save LSU a long time ago. So if that's even remotely true, LSU has paid their fair share in giving up and dividing things to what the admins needed. LSU sports as a whole, gross-wise, generates close to a half a billion dollars a year now do tuition. Now do tuition. If LSU has 25,000 students 
at $15,000 a pop, you do it. You do the math. Actually, you know what? I might do it for you very quickly. So everybody moaning and groaning, 25,000 times 15,000. That's a whole $375 million in gross revenue. And LSU, as an administrative aspect, is making much more than that. Uh, Pan Jones, who Pan Jones? Says, hell, I'm old enough to remember voting for Edwin Edwards a few times. <laughs> Molly O said that was definitely true about Bobby Jindal. Yeah, it was true about Bobby Jindal. And we don't talk. Look, that's just facts. Like, I'm not talking politics. Like, that legitimately happened. I'm not discouraging what Bobby Jindal did. I'm not even giving an opinion of what he did. But you know it, and I know it, and he cut higher education because he didn't know how to balance a checkbook. Now, that was a little bit of a shot, but you come on. You know what I'm talking about. And our economy was in the Rudy Poo. So, yeah. Jamie Brady says, I just can't see him staying with two sports. Talking about Trey Daz Green, just too demanding along with school. Well, you never know. You never know. We saw guys before like Chad Jones uh, do it. So, you never know. You never know. I do agree with you. I do agree. A lot of times that does happen. Holden Lee says, speaking of Notre Dame, did you see the Notre Dame recruit posted a picture and they basically had gold, gold aluminum foil in the background photo with trash, man. I did not see that. Uh, Delton Ducey says, smash that like button. Yes, everybody, whether you're on Facebook, uh, YouTube, if you're listening to us on radio or, and we'll, we'll make this announcement here tonight. As we are transitioning. So, big announcement. Uh, we are moving to television. Yes, yes, yes. We are moving to television. Okay. So, anyway. Um, basically, basically, our good partners over at Believe, if you have a smart TV, Roku, uh, we'll be making a formal announcement of where you can watch us live on television. It's going to be just a normal show, like you'll watch like a, on ESPN or stuff like that. Um, but just want to thank Braun and Eric and all the people over at Believe for believing in me and what AYS is doing. We'll have two shows on the platform uh, every single night. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be very very, very fun. So thank you so much. Uh, just big news, man. Big news. Taking this to two different heights and different levels. This old vet said, congratulations. Thank you. Nathan E says, who's the next LA recruit on our radar? I think all of them, man. I, I mean, Nathan, I, I just think everybody in the state. I think that there's 10 guys in the state that you're going after. I think Dominic McKinley, Wardell Mack, Jawan Johnson. I, I think you got one of uh, uh, Tyler Singleton. Adam Manny is another one that they're hot on the trail after. Like, you know, I, I know I saw that Sherman Davis posted on Twitter. I mean, Sherman Wilson posted on Twitter. Like, he he's hard after uh, Tyler Singleton. So if you get those top ten to twelve guys in the state, guys, you're you're potentially um, you're potentially going to be uh, one of those. Uh, you're going to be one of those top three teams. 
Uh, Doug No says, no more chat interaction. No, we will be live on YouTube and Facebook live every night at 7. Does not mean that. We're not giving up you guys. He's, he's Holden says the same thing. So no more Facebook or YouTube, just on TV. Uh, no. No. We're going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on YouTube, live and in living color. A couple more before we get rolling. Brandon says, I saw that uh, Morrow is visiting LSU this weekend. Getting her in Lith, band Lith, would be major. Yes, indeed. Uh, Penn Jones, wow. Wow, wow, wow. $99.99 Super Chat. Thank you so much, Penn. He says, congratulations on the news. Thanks, man. I, I really do. I, I really do appreciate that. I really, really do appreciate that. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Uh, just taking it to the next level, man. Taking it to the next level. Um, you know, studio, like I mentioned, I know that it's taking longer than I hoped. Studio's coming along. And so we'll, we'll get it there sh shortly, but uh, surely. But thank you so much, Ben, uh, for that super chat, man. You have no idea how much that means to the show. Uh, this old vet says, watch out, Paul Feinbaum. Here comes AYS. <laughs> I mean, we used to take uh, we used to take phone calls. Um, we used to take phone calls, but we don't we don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. Uh, Nick says your TV show will clap cheeks. I hope so. That's that's the that's the goal. Thank you so much, Ben. And everybody, look, man, when you guys do send us super chats, it, it really does help um, with everything that we're doing around here and going to the next level. But so thank you so so much, Ben. It really means so much, man, that, that you do that, that you did that. Uh, Nathan E says, also, Juwan Johnson got to be a lock, assumingly. I'm not, no, 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 uh-uh, uh-uh. Hey, listen, hey, no, this, is the, this is the way that I feel about every recruit. The way that I feel about every recruit is nobody's a lock until they sign. Nobody. I don't care if it was Brian Kelly's son. Nobody's a lot, bro. N nobody. 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 Uh, Ryan says some phone calls were side-eye emojis. Yeah, man. I mean, people calling in, you know. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says, before you get on TV, you need to copyright Rudy Pooh. I don't think I can. I, I don't think that I can. I think The Rock has that. I think The Rock has that. All right. One more, then we got to get rolling. Uh, DK says, saw that Haley Van Lith committing tomorrow. Committing at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Okay. So, here we go. Here we go. That's massive, man. That's massive. I know where she's going. Do you? <laughs> All right. Let's get rolling. Let's talk about our good friends, though, over at betonline.ag and our good friends over at GM Vardo and Sons, gmvardoandsons.com. So, guys, we'll be back very shortly. Do us a favor during the break. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Let's talk about some recruiting. Let's talk about some LSU baseball. Matt Trent at 730. We're back very soon. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. 
Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you, and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno & Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino, sit you on by. DK, send that to me. DM that to me when you get a chance on where you saw the Chiefs committing at, at Tim. But nevertheless, we're back. Let's get this thing, though, rolling, though, y'all. What do y'all want to talk about first? If you want to talk about football first, give me the thumbs up in the chat right now. Because we got baseball that we need to talk about. Um, but yeah, DK, send me that news. What do you want to talk about first, baseball or football before we get to Matt Trent? You know what? I think we should talk football first because when we, when we talk about baseball, it'll be a good transition when we get Matt Trent in here. So let's talk about some football first. So in case you missed it today, LSU got a commitment from some would argue the number one overall player in the state, that being Tradez Green from Jackson, Louisiana. East Feliciana is the high school that he attends. Guys, listen, I'm not saying that you're going to be tied T-E-U, tight end university. I'm not saying that you're going to have multiple first-round picks at tight end. What I am saying, and what I will continue to say, um throughout all of this is that and I continue to have this same thought process if you've been a part of the show you know this I've always thought if Brian Kelly could bring the things that he was known for at Notre Dame tight end being one of them guys getting traded as green this early in the process is massive now did you hear what Chadez Green had to say today he said I made us, I want to make a, this is, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I want to make a stand. I want to stay home and represent the people of this great state. It sounds a lot like Kevin Falk, honestly, when I heard him speak today. I think Chessa Boucher was the one that posted that clip, so shout out to her. But it, it gave me chills. It gave me chills to know that he said that. Because when you, let me tell you one thing that I know for sure about recruiting is when that young man like that has a mindset, it usually trickles to other, other kids in the state. Now, on Monday, on Monday, during the morning, I, I literally came out and gave a recruiting hint. 
And I did it on Friday because I'd already started hearing things. Gave a hint on the message board, AYSSnetwork.com. Jawan Johnson decommits. I think that some of these recruits that are staying inside, the, or they're inside the state right now are going to make that transition and want to be a part of this class. If Brian Kelly starts locking down the state, guys, you're going to be back on top to where you've been. And he's too good of a coach. He's too good of a coach to have the, the lapses that we've seen in years past. I will continue to say, continue to say, if Brian Kelly can bring what he was known for and at South Bend, in South Bend, at Notre Dame, in tight ends, tough-nosed defense, really good offensive line play, to the, what the receivers core and the talent in state that Brian Kelly will have, guys, you have a very strong chance to do something serious. In 15 years, I said it last night, it bears repeating. In 15 years, I don't ever remember a time where I feel, I just feel that Alabama is more vulnerable than they are right now. Now is the time to seize upon this, your success. Develop, get the guys in here, because I think you're going to have a good year. Now, a lot of people have thought, well, Blake, you know, Brian Kelly needs to get things moving and recruiting. Guys, they're going to get, they're going to be fine. I'm telling you. You sit, still sit good when not only the kids inside the state, but kids outside the state with guys like Colin Simmons and others. There's more kids they're going after, like Marcus Maskell, the big offensive lineman as well. I just feel more confident and am not as worried or concerned as I was in years past. I will tell you, when we launched this, I would sit up at night worried about if Ed Orgeron, even though he was a quote-unquote good recruiter, could actually close when he was going one-on-one against Nick Saban, Devonta Smith. I know this guy didn't pan out, Ismail Sabshir. But you you kind of get my drift here, right? My whole point being, I don't worry about that with Brian Kelly. Not only do I not worry about that for him, I don't worry about it in the sense of just the simple nature that Brian Kelly's like the old bull that sits on the hill. He doesn't walk or he doesn't run, he walks. Some of you, especially maybe men, will understand that reference. I just feel that you're in a good place right now. You never know what tomorrow brings. You never know what tomorrow brings. But I said this jokingly in a in a sense with a lot of the success that LSU's had in football so far, I kind of feel like I've died and gone to Tiger heaven. Now, the only thing that would confirm that is if LSU wins a national championship and is able to do it multiple times, which I think that they could do. If Les Miles can do it and get to two of them, you don't think Brian Kelly can. Transfer portal, NIL, it all makes a difference. But did you know, and I've told you this from the very beginning, the day that NIL launched, did you know that the two athletes that have made the most money from name, image, and likeness. Do you know what school that they went to? LSU. It's a big deal. 
And, you know, you have these on three reports. You see on three saying Arch Manning has made the most money so far. And then you have Steve Sarkeesian coming out saying he hasn't taken one penny in NIL earnings or monies. So on three, maybe you should retract your statement there, right? But we know that Angel Reese and Olivia Dunn have taken NIL proceedings and monies. Fired up by by Tredez Green. Very quickly about him as a player. Yes, do I think maybe, you know, is it hard to play two sports in college? Yeah, Uh, it, it is. It is. But you know what? What's great about this, what's great about Tredez Green is it's not as if that he would be playing baseball in a sense or running track. Like, basketball's already over with and Springs here. He would be in fall practice right now. He would be with the team right now. Don't remember a guy playing both at LSU, both basketball and football. The only other time I remember Ben, Ben McDonald playing basketball and baseball. So, I just like him as a prospect. I know that a lot of people around here did not think that he would is going to be great. They think he's a project. I don't think he's a project. I think that he's a guy that can put on some size and can be an inline tight end. He could be, I hate to say this, I don't want to put it on the young man. I think he could be your Darnell Washington. I, I really do believe that he can be your Darnell Washington of this past year, depending if he plays just strictly football, but he's going to play both. I think football is his future. But he does things better than what Darnell Washington did. He's a better pass catcher. He runs better routes. He's more athletic with the ball in his hands. And that normally is what happens with a guy that plays basketball. They have really good ball skills. They have really good touch. They know how to get open. They know how to get off a press better than some receivers that don't play that sport. I love that Brian Kelly got him, man. I I absolutely love it. And as the great Marcus Peters once said, I think you're not done yet. You're not. I think Wardell Mack is a guy you you must get. You got another must get, in my opinion, and Deshaun McBride. I think that you got... You got guys out there like Dominic McKinley and others that you're going to bring into this fold where you just sit in such, you you feel and you are going to be in such a great situation. For Brian Kelly's sake, now that the staff is going to be able to take a little bit of a break since spring is done, they'll hit the road recruiting. Brian Kelly already mentioned, look, you'll probably, you'll probably have a D-line coach named within the next couple of days, weeks. Um, but nevertheless, not maybe not weeks, maybe days to a week, you will probably start hearing rumblings you, and some significant ones, and then you'll be off to the races. You'll be off to the races. Let me get to a couple comments, though, before we do get to baseball because Matt Trent joins us in just a second. Um, Chili says he doesn't have to be Dornell Washington size though. He's not a blocker yet. Yeah, he, he's not, he's not. However, he can be that type of guy if he needs to be. He's got the frame. He can put that size on. I, out of all the tight ends not named, um, 
Mac Markway. By far, he's going to be your best blocker, in my opinion, or has the potential to be. With that being said, he's just a real true, real true tight end, man. I, I mean, I think he could be a Jimmy Graham type. I, I really do. I, I really do believe he can be that. And if he is, if he can be more Gronkish in the blocking, man, the kid can be an, just unreal. Tasha Thibodeau, the real LSU Nation on Facebook. Go join that group today. She said, national endorsements will follow the athlete. Glad we don't always just have to rely on local folks. And that's so true. That's so true. And once you see it nationally, I'm telling you, local people start getting into the mix, a.k.a. Raisin Canes. Blaine Smith says, Blake, you said NIL wasn't going to be as big as a deal as people said. It's a huge deal as and has – hold on. It's a huge deal and has changed sports forever. You said NIL wasn't going to be a big deal as people said. That's not what I said, Blaine. That's not what I said. I don't know if you listen sometimes, but I never I never said NIL was not going to be an issue. What I said was is LSU is not behind in it. You think that those, you think that those girls aren't getting sponsored by Gordon McKernan and Raising Canes? See, here's the problem. I know something that you don't know. There were massive donors inside a, a, a facility with LSU coaches within the last week, and all of those people have been giving massive amounts of money. And you can't say coaches can't meet with donors because they can. They can. Uh, Chili says, Blake Simmons is a beast if you have him and Perkins coming off the edge uh, package sheesh. And not only him, look, here, here's another thing, man. I, I don't think people really realize who Deshaun Womack is. Guys, y'all have no... I, I really don't think people realize how much of a dude he is. Better keep your eyes open for Deshaun Womack. Now, you got to close on Simmons. Don't get that twisted. Don't get that twisted. All right. Let's get to some baseball really quickly. I, I kind of kept it short for this baseball segment after I did all the notes. <laughs> oh, God. It's so funny. It's so funny. All right. Look, before we get mad in here and we, we talk some football, baseball, and women's basketball, I, I just want to say this. I just want to say this. You have eight dudes that will start for Alabama tomorrow or Friday that will legitimately and have legitimately hit sub or hitting sub 300 or better. Tommy Seidel, 360. Drew Williamson, 338, 10 home runs. You have Colby Shelton, 302, 39 hits, 16 home runs, 35 RBIs. Andrew Pickney. 329, 49 hits, 8 homers, 26 RBIs. Jim Jarvis, 
300, 46 hits, five, run, five home runs, 21 RBIs. This is what I'm going to tell you. And I know that you may not agree. Alabama is not as bad as you think that they are now. They're not as bad as you think that they are. Their starters on their staff have had issues. But they've had really good things, guys coming out of the pen. Alton Davis II has not given up an earned run in the SEC. He's got 10-plus appearances. 10-plus appearances. If I came to you right now and take the name Alabama out of it, and I told you that in the SEC you had eight starters hitting sub-300 or better, what would you say? I know what you would say. Blake, they could really hit the baseball. Guys, that's what Alabama is. They have eight dudes that hit sub-300 or better. One dude in Colby Shelton has 16 bombs. Ole Miss could hit. Look what happened last weekend. I'm not saying LSU can't sweep. I'm not saying that can't happen. But don't come in here acting like Alabama's Rudy Poo, baseball-wise, because they're not. All right, let's get to Matt Trent. Um, Who is this? Oh, yeah. I just got a text. Blake watching the show. Van Lith is coming tomorrow at 10. Uh-oh. I know where she's going. <laughs> Do you? Maybe you need to hit up the message board. Put in official pick. So how about a good friend, Carol Falls over at State Farm. Matt Trent next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back! Oh, God, you're a Braves fan? Yeah, come on, you knew this. No, this. no. I'll show, you, I'll show you how big of a Braves fan I am. Okay, Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield. I really do, do this jersey thing now. Come on. I'm just saying. Is it appropriate for men to wear jerseys? I saw that going around on Barstool or something. Yes, it's always appropriate for men to wear jerseys. That's I thought so, I too. I th emphatic head shake right now. Uh, Brinley's saying no. Yeah, she think she thinks I'm a huge tool for wearing jerseys, but she's not committed to the jersey game like I am. <laughs> I, don't I just know why that's funny. I, I, I just enjoy jerseys. I just enjoy good jerseys because I think there are because listen, I've been I've been married for so long. I just know what those words mean. Like if I would have said that, I'd be on the couch for a month. All right, Matt Train from WBRZ is our guest. 
uh, on his bio it says Matt Trent hashtag never bunt. Um, you know, I think I think this would be a good time to open the show with. I think if we learned anything from Tuesday night's loss to Nichols, is what a simple bunt can do to a really really good team. I'm liking the bunt. To me, it's the house mouse of baseball plays. Okay, nobody's really scared of a house mouse. It can't do anything to a full-grown human being. But you throw a house mouse in the middle of a dinner party and watch people lose their absolute minds. Look at Tuesday with that squeeze play that Nichols put on. LSU lost their collective mind. Okay. It is the most efficient way to cause chaos in baseball and the easiest way to cause chaos in baseball, period. Agreed. Let me ask you this. Or let me say this and let me ask you if you agree. I now, Matt, this is just what I've been told. Now, you've played college baseball, you know my history, a part of the game, but I did not play it at a higher level than you than you did. Jay telling Dutton, or was it Collins, to run oh. after the guy at the dug into the dugout with runners on, I thought was very misguided in the sense of why not stand at home plate and runners on? The guy's gonna have to come back to the plate anyway. I don't, and I and I, I forgot to look up this rule um, after I got off set uh, last night. I believe I believe the rule is if the runner doesn't touch home and he goes into the dugout after a period of time, he's out. Well, he's already out of the baseline, though, right? Correct. Yeah, I think I think like once a period of time. And do not quote me on that, but I believe that is the call that he is out. Um, but I'm not totally against Bryce Collins going to tag the dude out. I'm against it how nonchalant he went over there and tagged him out because he just kind of walked. I mean, if you watch the replay, he didn't even look at the other dude on the base pass. Well, look. well. In his defense, he had a coach screaming at him to go do it now. Yeah, but if you watch him, if you watch him, and, like, even Travinsky is just kind of standing there like, you know, all right, play's over, we're done. He touched the bay, he touched home plate, whatever. And Jay, you see, comes running out and is like, tag him, tag him. And Bryce just kind of turns around and is like, oh, okay, I guess I got to tag him. But he still, I mean, he, he turned, he turned to the field with his back turned to runners on base and a runner on third. My God. Never looked at him. And if you look at the dude on third, I think it was Washington or Williams or whomever it was. Right. He kind of got off third, and, and you saw him kind of inch and inch and inch, and then he's like, this dude is not going to look at me. I'm just going to go. And he went. He was safe. Like, I, I understand, like, in that moment, nobody really knows what the hell is going on, but you still have to know that they're runners on bases. You still have to know that there are people on the base pass, whether they're at first, second, right, especially a third. I agree. Have you ever seen a better defensive game for a team ever? I I, I don't ever remember a better seeing a better defensive game than that one. Shout out former LSU legend West Hoops, baby. I mean, I I saw that and I was joking with some people watching the game, and I was like. West Hoops, man, LSU legend, like joking around because Maneri, Paul Maneri, the guy that was, was there, was it was in the stands last right. night, just 
looking out, and he's going – I mean, he looked like a big league center fielder going all over the place. I, it was – that. Matt, you do it. know that they had four sports center top ten plays. You do know oh. that. <laughs> okay. And, I don't know what they – I mean, I know they're first in the Southland coming into that or whatever, and I know that, like, they played really good defense last night. I don't know if that's how they played all year, but if they play defense like that the rest of the way, they ain't losing the game. They're going to Omaha. Like, that is – that was just unreal. And the play, like, to end the game was unreal. But, again, Jack Merrifield, what are you doing? What are you do- – that is more – that is more uh, – the play at the plate with Bryce Collins is more understandable than Jack Merrifield. I agree. That is baseball 101, less than two outs, balls in the air. Just stay where you are. Freeze. How many times has your Little League coach told you, freeze on a line drive, especially bases loaded in the ninth, and and, and you're down one. You're the winning run. Bro. Well, my, my, my whole thing is – I could have understood, Matt. I said this last night after the game. I could have understood if he got th- like the dude dove caught it and he got thrown out at second because he was just you know trying to get a, a better jump on yeah. it. The simple nature that he passed Ethan Fry, passed him. Pat, like, do you understand, Matt? <laughs> that is so difficult. You got like I don't. You, you got to be on another planet to do that. Yes. That was bad. And listen. Because, too, like, look, if Beloso uh, like hits the line drive of his life and hits it to second and hits it hard enough where the dude can just turn it and flip to second. It is what it is. I'm okay with that. All right, hey, man, look, you did what you were supposed to do, but the ball was hit so hard and the dude just had a really good reaction to it. Okay, cool. Wipe your hands. Move on. Dude, you just took off. He didn't look. He he gave like one little look to see the balls in the air, and you like, and a ball hit like that that was not hit hard. It was not gonna be like at the center fielder. But either way, dude, if that ball dropped and you're, you know, not even halfway there, if you're taking a good lead and doing your supposed, dude, you're safe. You're safe at third. You're standing on third. Tie game. We live to see another hitter. I was like, because it ended. Because it ended, and I thought immediately, I was like, oh, well, they doubled off Merrifield at second. But then I go, well, they didn't even touch second. Like, the guy with the ball didn't even touch second. And then I look at the replay. Hell, he's halfway down the third baseline. Dude, I texted Ronnie Rance. I texted <laughs> Ronnie Rance. Because he was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He did. And Lynn Rollins was like, ah, Barry Phil just passed the third And, and you got Rance in the background. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it was, look, it is the most fandom call of all time. He's like, oh, God, no. That's why. That's why. And that's like any. That's like any Power Five program on these midweek games, especially on ESPN Plus. Like you just get the hometown broadcasters, and you know Lynn Rollins is you know a fly <laughs> short fly ball into short center that he catches it. You just hear Roddy Rance go, "God no, no, <laughs> oh God no, no." You know what it reminded me of? I wanted to send in the meme of Michael Scott from The Office from the going, office. Yeah, yeah. "Oh God no, <laughs> God no, God no." Oh, that was great. That's so great. All right. You know what, though? 
Matt, I, I say it every week, and I know that I this is what ha- this is what's happened the last set, six weeks. I come out here and say this team's better than you think that they are. Look what they're doing. Don't take them lightly. LSU has won every series. I get that, Matt. They Alabama has a from the starter standpoint that it's been really rough on them. They do have two dudes have not given up an earned run in the SEC. And they have had appearances in every single weekend. Matt, they have eight guys hitting sub 300 or better. They're not a pushover team. You can't ha- you cannot have the miscues like you did last night and think that you can sweep. Uh, you and I have not talked about Alabama baseball one time this year at all, have we? Not one time. You not check, once. Check, not one time. You literally took the words out of my mouth. Because I watched them when they played, uh, they played Sanford midweek the same week that Sanford was coming here to LSU. That's right, and lost. Remember, they were undefeated at that time, nineteen and zero, and lost. But they hit like three, four home runs in that game, and, I, and the Shelton kid, because uh, he's a freshman, correct, correct, Florida. And I was like, all right, that dude can that dude can swing it a little bit. I think his dad played in college or something, so right. he's got a good pedigree or whatever. I'll, I'm with you. I I think that those numbers are a little misleading. Um, dude, they they can swing it. Well, man, they, I, so so I thought that. Okay, like I thought that, and I have their cumulative stats up right now from overall into in conference. Matt, it's not a massive drop off. It's not a so they've had 18 games in the SEC. Okay, so they don't have eight guys hitting sub 300. But here is what has happened. Jim Jarvis has hit five doubles, one triple. He's got nine RBIs, um, and he's got three home runs. Andrew Pickney, four home runs. Like, they're uh, – uh, Colby Shelton, who we were just talking about. Man, he's got four home runs. He's got four home runs and seven RBIs. When, that's unimaginable. He just doesn't have runners on. If he would have, they'd be winning a lot of these games. I just think that's another one of these series where Matt, you like you you can't go into it subpar. Now, what would have been nice is obviously if you had Chase Shores and maybe some other arms, but man, that's that's a massive loss for LSU right now. Yeah, and it, it's a massive loss for a lot of reasons because, look, I know that um, I think everybody has been tough on him a little bit just because the control hasn't matched the stuff. Because if he's if, if Jay has echoed this, if he figures that out, he's Paul Skeens in two years. I mean, he's just got that kind of stuff. I mean, right. the fastball hovering around 100. Slider's good. You know, the the other off-speed secondary offerings are really good. And he's just got – he's huge. He's durable. You know, he's got a big body that can support all that. And you're like, I mean, we, we, we just got to get him in the zone and get him consistent. Um, and plus, he can start. He can relieve – and I think that if he was healthy, I would not be shocked if Jay would try and use him in like the eighth or ninth role, like a setup or closer role, right? To kind of dabble. Um, but yeah, you just lose another guy that is a versatile arm and has got great stuff. And like I know, um, I know we don't know anything about Garrett uh, Edwards yet, but I mean, I think Leah Van of the Advocate posted he was throwing a football this weekend. Which, well, for some people that don't know, 
people will throw to get swelling down. Yeah, but if if it's a elbow, it wasn't a really a football though. From what I was told, it was a medic like a like it was a part of his rehab. Like, yeah. So let me so let me let me throw this out there. This is just what I'm told now, and I'm not going to put you on the spot. So let it be me because we have not talked about this. Mm-hmm. When I tore my ACL the, the second time, I had to go through rehab, then have surgery, then ha- I mean, go through rehab, have surgery, and then go through rehab again to build up some of the things around muscle tissue, loosen oh, it up, stuff like that. So just, I don't think that that means anything, but maybe I'm wrong here. I've just never seen dudes with torn UCLs throw. Throw football. Course. I get it. That That's just – just especially with a throwing injury like that, like, yes, you are right because they do do that with knees um, and especially – Joint, if it's a, a, a ligament around a joint to cut the swelling down before surgery and kind of strengthen the muscle or whatever. I have just not seen any. I've been around a lot of dudes that have torn UCLs. I've never seen someone throw before surgery. So that, that to me tells me that's good. It might just have been a sprain or something else. But God, you'd hope so. You, you would. You would hope so. Man, if Jay came out and said that he was all right, Jay Johnson is the most football mentality coach I've ever been around with injuries. You know who he is? You know who he is? He's Kelly. I mean, I know that Jay's dad was a coach, but I I mean, bro. I I was going to go as far as say having covered him and he was the most frustrating with injuries. He's Kevin Sumlin. Like Kevin Sumlin during his time when he was at Houston, he would switch jerseys with dudes during practice that were hurt or not hurt. So when the media came out, they wouldn't know. <laughs> that's, that's a true story. That is a true story. He would. All right. Do what now? He did what? Say that again. According according to people, uh, actually ask a friend of the program, Ben Baby at ESPN. Okay. He would switch jerseys with people at practice. Um, so like if somebody was hurt. <laughs> He would take their jersey and put it on somebody. They'd be like, oh, yeah, like Johnson's good. Like, I thought he blew out his ACL over the week. No, he's good. He's out there practicing running around. That's what I've, that's what I've been told by numerous people that covered Sumlin. Um, Is that not the most Texas A&M thing of all time? Now, I don't know if he did it at A&M, but I do know the people that had covered Texas uh, football said he would he would be known for doing that at Houston. That is what I was told. Which is hilarious because he if he was, did it at Houston, he did it at A and M. I never, I never knew him to do it at A and M. I don't know, but I know that at A and M, like he wouldn't speak on. I'm trying to just get you to say yes, he did it at A and M. Anyway, no, very rarely do I give A and M credit, but he did. I, I don't. I cannot speak for the time that I was covering at A and M. Worried about LSU baseball at all? No, I think it's kind of like I've said every week, like. I'm not pushing the panic button, but I am hovering over it. You know, I am kind of hovering like the offense. Again, I've said it from the very beginning. If it's within three, I don't give a, you know, what, what inning it's in. They're going to have a chance. And you saw that right Tuesday. I mean, they were down two and the whole world looked like it was going to crumble. And then Jared Jones comes in and cranks one. And then we load the base. I mean, Matt, even Sunday with uh, the best mustache in baseball history, Hayden Dravinsky. I love that kid so much, man. Just, he, he he looks so good behind the plate too. He I, I'll, I'll so, give him this. 
in the time that we've seen him, he hasn't had worse miscues than Alex Malazzo this season. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, – I can't speak enough to the dudes on that team that came back and have – and has have not only have been playing lesser roles but have accepted it. Like you look at Malazzo, there was literally like what, a week straight or two weeks straight where all he did was come in and bunt. Pinch right. hit and bunt. And then you got Travinsky who has barely played – and he just comes in, he's ready, and cranks one, and, you know, we're good to go. Had the start on um, Tuesday, threw a guy out. Like, I, I, I just can't. And that's, that's credit. Jay always wants to give the credit to the players, and it is. But it's also a credit to Jay making them believe that their role, no matter how big or small, is very useful. Agreed. Agreed. Any, oh, any news on Tommy White? Yeah, Jay said it was he was sore and banged up, and I, I don't know. I I would ex- look. I mean, he seems to bounce back halfway decent from injuries. You know, the shoulder, beginning of the year, wouldn't be surprised if he played this weekend. Wouldn't be surprised if he didn't play every single game this weekend. So I think I, I, we don't really know. We don't. Really Some feels off about that one. That's all that I. That's yeah, all. it does, but. I mean, look, he might play all three. I might be off, but, I mean, Jay makes me feel like I have no idea what's going on sometimes. So, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Matt, today, Cobble posted this um, at the Rotary Club. Kim Mulkey went out there. Now, apparently, allegedly, uh, Haley Van Lith is going to be committing tomorrow. Uh, But she came out there and said, I want a new PMAC. Mama wants a new PMAC. Clark, smart, I don't give a fart. LSU winning back-to-back natties is what she's trying to say. Now, that was good. Clark, smart, I don't care, I got a fart. That was good. Now, why didn't we get one when Will Wade was here? (laughs) Now, that's what I want to know. Why did we not get a new PMAC when water was coming down from the ceiling? There were rats in the arena. Why did we not get one when Will Wade was here? Now I wonder. Now I want now now tell me why a coach didn't get Will Wade didn't get a nat didn't get a didn't get a <laughs> Why, oh. Matt? Why do you because think Because he-, he didn't win? <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay? Early exits in the tournament, SEC or NCAA. Ugh, top three in the SEC, regular season. That doesn't get you championships. Okay? Yeah, Stop she's it. got a lot of leverage now. She's got a lot because, of leverage. You know why? Because she was playing on the last weekend, the last day, and the last game of the season, the national championship. Okay. Stop all of this. Well, they didn't get Will Wade anything. Will Wade did not win at the level of Kim Mulkey. Stop it. And I know, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. I texted you this today. I know what's going to happen. They're They're going to give credit to Will Wade. They're going to build that PMAC. It's going to be unbelievable. The facilities are going to be incredible and recruits even more so than they are right now, are going to come flocking into LSU and somehow somebody's going to be like, well, it's Will Wade's arena. 
Thank Will Wade. He, he's doing. He's doing it. That's his. That's his arena. Matt LSU from a basketball LSU from a basketball perspective has got a lot of things on their hands. Number one, I agree with Kim. They they need to at minimum a massive renovation needs to come to the PMAC. That's number one. But number two, this whole renaming thing. Right, I, I'm going to be cautious on what I'm going to say about that. I ask you you're as not, a, you're you're not going to nope. I'm not I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. Not doing it. Okay, so let's move on. No, because I because no, Mm-mm. I you I'm I'm not. It is Tuesday. I just had my I just had <laughs> it's my not, first. It's, session it's not Tuesday. Of, it's Wednesday. But continue. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I just had my first session of premarital counseling with my beautiful fiance. So I'm emotionally really sound right now. Okay. <laughs> Do you think and I was I trying to set? I'm not trying to set you up. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not about to get into that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not going to do it. Not going to do it. All I'm going to say, okay, that being one of them, let's not talk about it. Um, but they do have some issues on their hands, in my opinion. Just my opinion. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. You're doing, again, you're doing that thing. Doing that thing again. I didn't say a word. I, I didn't say anything. I, I was saying be cautious if you did say anything. Doing that thing again. All right. Uh, Trey Green commits to LSU. Matt, let me tell you something. I lean on you for basketball. I'm a fat dude. I'm 6'3". But you're losing weight, though. I am. I am. 29 pounds. 29. 29 pounds? Yeah. In how long? A month? Six weeks? Six weeks. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. This weekend, I had a pizza with Ben, but it felt glorious. Uh, Anywho, anywho, let me me throw this out to you. I lean on you for basketball, baseball. I had a lot of people telling me Trey Diaz Green was not good enough to play at LSU that are on this beat. For, for what sport? Uh, football. Basketball, I would have understood because he's a bigger guy, 6'6". He doesn't look like a shooting guard. Like, I, I, I get he's, that. He, look, I, I would say he's super raw in basketball. Between, between the two. But did, like, you see I, his, did you see his summer film that from this past week? Yeah. Did you see I, that yeah, today? Like, dude, if anybody's that big hitting the threes from NBA range the way he was doing, I mean – in a game, I might add, like this ain't pickup. So I've seen, I've seen personally Trey Diz in, uh, I've seen him play basketball in person twice, I believe. Um, he is very raw, but he's all like he's. I thought it, I thought it was a huge get for both coaches, but especially for Matt McMahon because, look, let's call it what it is. Louisiana has never been over the past couple of years producing top 150 recruits like four and five star kids for basketball that's just how it is it's a football state and so whenever you get some talent like that that's nationally recognized nationally recruited it i mean it's like brian kelly said we got to put a fence around louisiana and i tell you what matt you got to give mcmahon some credit i know that some guys have had struggles but man there i i do think that there's a philosophy take louisiana louisiana out of it for just a minute Okay, I do think that there's a good philosophy of getting guys back to their home state school. Mm-hmm. I, I I saw Lincoln do it. 
I saw BK do it. I've seen multiple coaches in the portal do it. I saw uh, who's your boy. Uh, I saw Jim Mora just bring as many New England football players back to UConn as he can. I, I I just think that it might be a good way of building your program back to where it might need to be. And look, think about the narrative. What would have happened if Trey Dez, um didn't go to LSU for hoops, right? Like. I mean, we I, people or, really. Or if LSU football would have lost out because McMahon and them couldn't couldn't seal, help seal the deal, right? Because I mean, think about it. L- Louisiana is the only. I, I think them and Missouri, if I'm not mistaken, um, are the only school states in the SEC with one Power Five school. Yeah. Everybody else is competing in state with somebody else who's either in the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, like going down the list, whatever. So if LSU, who has the pick of the litter in literally anything, basketball, football, baseball, can't get that kid, I I mean, you might as well just hung it up for next year or Matney Mann's tenure at LSU. Like, I really do believe that. If he couldn't get him there, like a guy of that talent level, of that national recognition and prowess, just hang it up. Like, I mean, seriously, because that kid coming from, you know, playing at East Feliciana right down the street and you don't want to go to the flagship school of Louisiana, that's not great. Well, I I, I just saw this. So Chessa was at the commitment today. Chessa Boucher from um, BLA. 33, right? 30, yeah. Okay. Um, he said, Trey Des Green said, and I'm quoting, I'm making a stand. We're staying, we are staying home. Now, I will tell you as a guy that has a lot of pride for, for the state as a general, when you say stuff like that, all right, okay, you mean it. Like Kevin Falk, Booger McFarlane, Leonard Fournette, Tyron Matthew. Like when people say that, okay, I'm, and, I, and I'll get you. And that's why, like, I know that that gets thrown around a lot, but I really don't think that people understand the pride that, um, Louisianans athletes have and playing for right home state school like I mean it it does carry a lot of weight because I've you know I've worked in Texas and and nobody has more state pride than Texans but it it does hit a little bit different here in Louisiana especially when it comes to LSU especially kids that you know look let's call it what it is I mean Louisiana is a very poverty stricken state. It is. Uh, That's just the way it is. But there are a lot of hardworking people here. There are a lot of resilient people here. And it's the Ed Orgeron story of, I always wanted to go and watch a football game inside Tiger Stadium, but my family correct. could never afford it. But my dad said, hey, you keep working hard. They'll give you the keys to the stadium and you won't even have to pay. And that's how kids feel about LSU. And they Ed's not up. wrong there. And look, Ed gets such a bad rap some sometimes, but he's not wrong there. He's, he's not, not wrong. And look, they did give him the keys that time. <laughs> but what the funny part is, they did give him the keys that thing. That's that's the interesting part. Uh, Trey S. Green, football-wise, how much have you seen of him? And I know that you've seen Deshaun McBride at Denham. Look, people know my connection with Brett Beard, you know, played for him. You know, shout out to him. I, I will tell you, there's not a better safety that I've seen in the country better than Deshaun McBride. So what – what do you think about Brian Kelly getting these two guys? Uh, I mean, that's it, it, Matt, for once, I don't know how you feel covering the team. I think we talked about this a little bit last week. But getting it back into a little bit of that topic from a coverage standpoint, 
Buddy, I don't remotely worry about Brian Kelly. I, I, I really don't. Like, it's kind of, look, man, I'm I'm not kidding. Like, this might be a little bit off the wall. He's starting to get that Saban effect in terms of recruiting, I, where you just show up and everybody just kind of, you know, shit. Uh, well, he, Brian Kelly's here, so that kid's gone to LSU. You know, I mean, over the past – since Saban's been at Alabama, they've been winning. Saban shows up or an Alabama dude shows up at a school and everybody just leaves, right? Like everybody's like, well, we ain't got no chance. Like it's going to be, you know, Alabama and then everybody else, you know, uh, getting scraps. Brian Kelly is starting to kind of get that feel where he starts to show up and Joe Sloan starts to show up and it's like, yeah, that's Everybody. the big thing that people don't realize. You know who Trey Des Green's primary recruiter was? Joe Sloan. Yeah, it, I was getting ready to say. Yeah. <laughs> hey. like, that's the thing. Like, when, you, when you've got a guy like that, that especially with Joe Sloan's connections to Louisiana from his time when he was at Tech, dude, that's huge. Like, that's huge because you just – you get a better sense of who the kid is, where the program he's coming from, what he's coming from, like family-wise. And Joe just – he's so good at what he does. He is. You know what else, too, Matt, that I think is getting un, uh, unnoticed? New Orleans, from an athletic standpoint, is starting to pick back up. It, it had been a little down the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now it's starting to pick back up. That's something to watch. By the way, speaking of of that, did, have you seen the Algiers the uh, the uh, car documentary on Hulu? No, is it out? Yeah, it's out. Oh, it's not out yet. No, it's out, bro. Well, I read I read the book across the river, right, um, bro, Matt. It, it's a, it, it was it was you incredible. Know, if you're an let me tell you something. If you're an LSU beat writer or LSU dude on this beat, and you have a a like Aaron Anderson who at the time was on that team and you the first question when we get Aaron Anderson from media availability isn't about that you're you're not doing your job right I just like with that book um I I think a lot of people um one one thing that I one thing that I've you know kind of learned or had to get acclimated to um coming to Louisiana is just the different coaching styles right you know, we always joke, you you go to Brett Beard's practice at Denham Springs, and I swear to God, every practice or seven-on-seven seven that I've gone to, he's cussing the kids out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he is. Like, like he is. I, I swear to God. And I, I joke with him about this all the time. I was like, bro, how is it that every practice that I have ever come to or seven-on-seven seven in the summer or whatever, since I've been here, I swear to God, I get out of the car and I hear you cussing a kid out. Hey. And it's not – Hey, quick Brett Beard story. Quick Brett Beard story. All right, Matt, picture this. I'm going to clip this and send it to him and him alone. I'm not posting this on socials. Okay, but listen to this. We beat a team in baseball uh -huh. 17-1. to 1. I'm talking about, bro, like hitting balls the opposite way, taking like six pitches, seven, eight, nine pitches, and at bat, mollished a team. Well... A kid that played with, was a freshman, played JV and varsity, comes up. He hits a line drive up the middle. He's still second. Bunt gets a third. And Brett, he coaches us in JV baseball. He comes unglued. 
He said, if that son of a gun scores, you're going to run until you haven't run. Like, he did, I mean, just like got all on our, you know what. Ground ball to second base, runner scores. We ran foul poles the next day. I don't doubt it. The entire practice. I don't doubt it. So the next day, St. Paul, we play St. Paul in Covington. Mm -hmm. St. Paul would wind up, which I don't know if Brett knows this or not, St. Paul would wind up having five dudes on that field as freshmen that would play D1 baseball, two of those guys. Hey, there's one guy that played at LSU, okay? During that, his the guy's name was Ryan Schimpf, okay? So <laughs> just to give you an idea. Not horrible. All right, ground ball up the middle. Our shortstop makes a MLB play. By the way, he also played in a little bit um, – in college, we lose three to two. Okay, Matt, we on that bus ride home, son. We on that f panicking. If we beat a team seventeen to one, what's going to happen when we lose three to two? Next morning we get to practice. Next day we get to practice, and brother, I'm I'm coming up with every excuse in the book, coach. I got I got the bubble guts. I got a headache. Whatever whatever I got to say to get out of this. He screams at us. He goes. Get on the line. And he walks up there. And at this time, he's straight out the NFL. 300 pounds. Okay, jacked. He's walking down there with that walk that he has. Bald head. And he goes, that's how you fight. <laughs> he walks back. And I look at everybody and said, let's fucking go. <laughs> and he just kind of looks back. And he's like, he just kind of looks back at me. And I got terrified. Anyway, here's here's my favorite Brett Beard story. Okay, this was last year, two years ago. Look, Denham Springs has put out some D1 talent um, in football, like really good. And I'm not gonna like say the kid, but it was one of the kids who was like, I'm really good. You know, he's going to college, or he's getting recruited to go to college. One of their better players, and I show up to practice, and again, I get out the car, and he's just mother, you know what, and these kids up and down. Like it's, and it's not like it's not like the last two on the bench. It's starters. It's everybody, like coaches. He didn't care. Uh, I've, I've seen him like run coaches in a spring game. I've seen, <laughs> seen when they played EA. Was it last year or two years ago? I can't remember. I've seen him like follow a defensive coach after a, a opponent's touchdown all the way down. What are we doing? That is horrible. <laughs> like, just cut, like, following dude down the sideline. Okay, He's going to so, hate us so much for this. So I get to practice, and I always mess with him. I'm like, hey, um, I know this is like 10 minutes into the seven-on-seven, seven, but you're cussing these kids out. Can you at least let them get through the first series before you just, like, air out their laundry here in front of everybody? And hey, there's, like, there's parents in the stands. There's, like, coaches. Oh, right? he don't care. He I goes – he goes, Matt, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not even the best part. Look, that's not even the best part. I know he, he goes, doesn't care. He goes, Matt, I don't care. Like, these kids need to be coached the way that I was coached, the way that my teammates were coached, and then how everybody that is successful in sports has been coached. He's like, do you think Nick Saban is, like, holding hands at Alabama practice? No, and he and you know who his coach was? Woody Woodenhofer, who won like five Super Bowls in Pittsburgh. 
So he goes. You remember the steel curtain? You ever heard of the yeah, steel yeah, curtain? Yeah. Woody so, Woodenhofer. So I'm like, so I'm just needling him. I'm like, yeah, but come on, man. It's seven on seven. Like the parents are here. He's like, I don't care. He's like, let me tell you something. He goes, not only do I cuss these kids out, I'll I give it to their parents too. <laughs> he goes, he goes, like we're right. Mind you, play is going on. Like there's there's seven on seven going on, and we're just on the sidelines. He goes, watch this. Turns to one of the kids who's going to college, and he goes, hey, so and so, uh. Oh, How much do I mother, you know what, your dad all the time when he tries to tell me what to do? Kid turned around, didn't even break stride. He goes, oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> he is going to hate us. I'm clipping this and I'm sending it to but him. It's so, but that's why he's such a good coach, dude. No like That's why he's putting kids in college. That's why he's putting – Deshaun McBride will tell you. He doesn't oh, care. He doesn't care. Hey, he's going and to listen, listen, listen. I'm going to tell you something. I think that that's why I like Trey Des. I mean, not Trey Des, uh, uh, Deshaun McBride a lot more because he doesn't say anything. He says, yes, sir. And if you talk to Brett from like, this is why he might be maybe my favorite recruit in this class, because when you talk to Brett, he goes, yes, sir. And then you don't have to repeat it to him. Mm -hmm. he, he just does it. All right. Last one before you get, we get you out of here. Haley Van Lith. Sources say she's committing tomorrow. Left-handed Kim Mulkey. Say it till I'm blue in the face. Left-handed Kim you Mulkey. See, did you see? <laughs> did you see what people were posting on Twitter about Haley Van Lith and Angel Reese if they're playing, like if they play basketball? So there was that. You're you. I I just had to say this because you're a dude, so I know what you you know what I'm talking about. You know about that the edit that they had between Kobe and Shaq about their dominance. They played it at Kobe's Hall of Fame or whatever about how him and Shaq were just so dominant. They said, this is Haley Van Lith and Angel Reese on the bayou. And in the beginning of the video, it goes, what are you doing? <laughs> That's terrible. It is. But very quickly, what's your thoughts on Haley Van Lith? Like whether she's coming to LSU or well, not. just like what does it mean for them dynasty wise? I mean, Matt, they're going to be projected to win it all. South Carolina's not going to have the girls that they have. LSU is going to be favored in all of this. Who beats them? I do think I do think UConn could make a run because UConn I think had like four freshmen, but other than that, I don't know. Who beats them? You know what's crazy? I was thinking about this the other day, man. You know we have coaches at LSU that have won the national championship before winning the SEC? Who beats them? <laughs> tell, me who beat, tell me who beats them. Nobody. Tell me who beats them. But if you – Angel, if, Angel if, Reeves, Michaela Williams. <laughs> who beats them? <laughs> Oh, I'm clipping this, and we're going to find a great meme to post on this. All right, buddy. Congratulations to you and Brinley on your first session. Hope it went well. She's giving me the finger right now. so I don't believe that. Marital bliss. I don't what? believe that she's giving you the finger. She's too sweet. Sweet? Yeah. She's too nice. Nice? Yeah. Matt, I'll give, do I'll, you? I'll give, you, I'll give you I'll give you a great – I'll give you a great uh, – Tell you how uh, nice she is. 
she always like we mess with each other that's what you know we do so she's over here like preparing dinner and stuff she's like cutting um potatoes she's like cutting and i'm over here getting ready to go on a run and i come out and she goes oh my god and i thought she cut her finger uh-huh she's like oh i like run i was like oh my god oh my god are you okay she looks up and goes gotcha bitch <laughs> car prepared i'm getting towels to soak up the blood or whatever and then i'm just like cool <laughs> swear that happened did it not <laughs> she said yeah. yeah she said yeah that's so good she has no idea she's about to go on twitter in front of like twenty five thousand people oh god uh brandon i mean orgy cum laude <laughs> what a hell of a name uh sends us 499 via super chat says it feels <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Orgy cum laude. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Since it's $5, he says it feels illegal to get this kind of entertainment for free, so I have to donate each time I'm in here. Keep up the great work, brother. Look, don't let anyone <laughs> tell you that there isn't someone out there for you. <laughs> there is. There is. You do not. I'm telling you. <laughs> Later, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh god it's so great uh we'll see y'all tomorrow man i'm out of here peace all right